0: What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your girl Carnaya and we are chat chat chatting. Thanks for tuning in to Conversations with Carnaya on glasshouseradio.com, part of the Howard University Radio Network, where we discuss, analyze, and criticize the world around us. We welcome y'all to today's episode of Conversations with Carnaya. Well, we would discuss a new definition of relationships in the time of living with Corona. In this day of age where just about every meeting, every school lesson, and every conversation is online, how do we handle face-to-face interactions? Are we even allowed to hug our loved ones in public without getting dirty looks from others? Where is it safe to spend date night? When will it all go back to normal? I'm sure many of you are facing the challenges of establishing, maintaining, and strengthening your relationships while everyone is advised to stay in their own bubble, or as CDC calls it, social distancing. We will address all these concerns in today's episode of Conversations with Karnaya. Let's be honest. Besides our immediate family, very few of us call or go visit our family. COVID-19 may have sparked some initial concern for the older members of our family, but now that we are getting used to living in a pandemic, we are back to conversing every other month, if that. Many of us hate Zoom calls, our older family members don't FaceTime, and nobody's hosting parties or cookouts as an excuse to see our uncles and aunts we haven't spoken to since last Christmas. The CDC has advised outdoor activities over indoor activities, but strongly suggests for masks to still be worn and six feet kept between those not in our household. Is this causing a divide within your family? Personally, I'm fine with hiding my facial expression from the less entertaining members of my family. And extremely grateful I get to avoid the nudges and the holes of my uncles as they laugh uncontrollably. But I realize some family relationships are suffering from social distancing. There are families who are close knit and would much rather for life to go back to normal. My 13 year old cousin hasn't hung out with any of our other cousins his age since March. They've only communicated through Fortnite in which their conversations have only consisted of such. After the pandemic, we will only be able to hold small talks with our family, and cookout season is over. But Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas is fast approaching. In the past, many people look forward to this time as one of the few times in the year they are available to spend with family and friends. Casual catching up conversations normally occur along with future goals and laughs. I can only imagine this holiday season as being the most distant between family members as ever, since conversations will be among the topics of COVID and forefronted by safety precautions. On the other hand, family members living under the same roof has had plenty of opportunity to grow stronger bonds and communicate more meaningfully. But we will feel more like acquaintances than blood relatives with our distant families. Catherine Ellison published in the Washington Post article, Stress from the Pandemic Can Destroy Relationships with Friends, Even Families. There may be an upside in this strife if friends and family eventually learn to speak more directly to one another about things that matter, strengthening relationships with new levels of understanding. But this sort of evolution would take a lot of work. So, the reality is, If families aren't dedicated to creating meaningful interactions among themselves regularly, they will become distant. This is Karnia Sutton on GlassHouseRadio.com, part of the Howard University Radio Network. This is Conversations with Karnia. How many friends have you lost simply from the lack of communications between you all since quarantine? Don't be down on yourself. Our priorities have been for our family's health and then our own health. Fortunately, unlike our family relationships, we are connected to our friends more because we share a common environment. I did not talk or text my best friend Raina over the phone in the beginning of quarantine, and we still don't talk often. In the few times we met up, we discussed where we were mentally and how we've grown since the last time we've seen each other. The situation is a bit different with my other best friend, Torrance. I don't reach out through phone with him any more than I do with Raina. Neither do we hang out as much. But whenever we do hang out, we reconnect. There's something special about friendships compared to other relationships. You don't need everything everyday communications, nor small talk when it's been a while since you've hanged out. The pandemic may have decreased interactions between our friends, but not the bonds. Of course, that friendship state had to initially be strong. If not, the communication restraints due to the pandemic may have or will cause it to end. But how has your romantic relationships been looking like? Are you feeling some of the same social pressures in your romantic relationships as in your family relationships due to the coronavirus? Some people have been blessed with spending quarantine with their partner, and some had to spend it in long-distance relationships. Whichever was the case for you, the relationship you had before corona is not the same one you have now. Americans have discovered creative ways to keep the sparks flying in their relationships. For example, some people are having virtual dinners. For example... Some people are having virtual dinner dates through apps like Zoom or Microsoft Teams. Some couples have found it necessary for them to normalize having a long time. Healthy relationships have figured out the balance they need between alone time and couple time to function as they did pre COVID. However, public display of affections may have a stricter view because. In the back of everyone's mind is the spread of coronavirus. Couples in their early stages are faced with the challenge of establishing a solid connection. This looks more like FaceTime conversations than face-to-face interactions and dates. The biggest challenge of all is finding someone to have a romantic relationship with. Everyone's face is covered by masks in public areas, so the chance of meeting your potential wife at the grocery store are slim. The virtual world is a key factor in many millennials and younger generations' romantic relationships. Even before the pandemic, FaceTime was one of the main ways couples communicated. Beyond surface level problems, couples have experienced in the pandemic, some have suffered problems that have ruined their relationships. Yi Lang Liu wrote in a BBC article the effects quarantine has had on relationships in China. Divorce rates have heightened. Divorce rates have grown, and unfortunately, so has domestic violence cases. Romantic relationships during the pandemic has shown, on an emotional and congressional level, that changes need to occur as our society has changed. The rate of couples moving in with each other around the world may decline. Due to the pandemic, as relationships in China has demonstrated, that not every relationship is ready for this step. This is Karnaya Sutton on GlassHouseRadio.com, part of the Howard University Radio Network. This is Conversations with Karnaya. The coronavirus has decreased our social circles by forcing our sporadic relationships to wither away but has given us an opportunity to draw near to the ones we are closest to. My advice to those who are having trouble maintaining a strong and healthy relationship is to do more than check up on them. This pandemic has allowed many people to learn new hobbies, explore their passions, and many other things that kept them occupied. Figure out what your friend or family member has been doing. Try learning a new skill with them. There are a good bit of restaurants and activities that has figured out how to operate during COVID, such as outdoor petting zoos, paintballing, and the list goes on. Find out what your city has to offer in their COVID-19 safety guidelines. A valuable lesson this pandemic has taught each of us is to treasure the time we have with our loved ones. And maybe you're not like me and want to keep in close contact with your cousins, uncles, and aunts, and so on. If so, I advise you all to find an app that works best for all of you. Technology is our friend more than ever now. However, the challenge of whether everyone can access and properly work the technology is its own conversation our social and emotional health in this age is affected by the digital divide. A second solution and perhaps more effective in replacing physical touch and face-to-face interactions is sending handwritten letters. Catherine McGuire, a professor at Wayne State University discussed the benefits of this in the BBC article, How to Maintain Relationships and Self-Isolation. She states how the idea of holding something the other person held connects the two together. You feel more attached to them. But I suggest to not solely rely on substitutes rather than the actual face-to-face interaction. Relationships are all about the physical state. If you wait too long to meet a person, then you might have a hard time readjusting to hanging out with that person. McGuire warns us to refrain from assuming our friend, family member, or partner hasn't changed, no matter the amount of time that has passed since we've seen each other. Everyone has or is going through changes as the world around us is doing so also. In a way, we must value and reform how we interact physically with our loved ones and how we interact through technology. The mere essence of hugging them will have a greater value and be more of a significance as face-to-face interactions will decrease. The current and future definition of relationships look more intimate and sincere. The energy and time needed to cultivate our relationships will only be spent on those that we deeply care about. Our energy will only go towards those relationships that we are closest to. The high school social jungle complex we once lived in where knowing everyone was something to brag about, where hanging out with everyone was something to brag about, does not have a secure place post-COVID-19. This is Karnaya and that was our conversation on glasshouseradio.com, part of the Howard University Radio Network. Thanks for chat, chat, chatting. Until next time.